Welcome to the Matrix Minute, a podcast where we discuss the first film one minute at a time because we just love this movie, man. So, hi, I'm Phil and I have something to tell you. Lily Wachowski said that the movie was about robots and kung fu. That's pretty awesome. That's that's the description. That's the general description. Hello, everyone. My name is Jake. And uh, this time I'm not drinking tea, but I'm drinking... Wait for it. Sparkling mineral water. Wow. Mm. That's so fancy. It's been a while since I had... Crisp. And Tim, who are you? You're Tim, right? I'm Tim. And I just watched uh, Heart of Darkness, the uh, documentary about making Apocalypse Now. That's and I forgot one. Lawrence Morpheus, our boy, is in that movie. And he's like 14. He's a little kid. Yeah, he's and he shoots some, man, shoot some Vietnamese people. Some natives. By accident. Some natives indeed. Mm. Uh, and yeah. we have a special guest, like you've heard, this mysterious deep voice that we have with us. Um, who could it be? Who could it be? It is, who is it? George Henricks from Mogwai Minute. Hello, sir. Welcome, George. Hello. Welcome to having me. <laughs> we have you. That's right. We, yeah. We <laughs> are thankful for having you. <laughs> I that was correct. Yeah. You had to, you had to mix it up. Mix, I couldn't think of hey, it. You know what? Wow. I was very appreciative. It was. It worked for me. Oh, well, that's awesome. good then. That's very good. And welcome to Minute 51. But before that, this is what we always do. And George, if you could um, maybe explain to people uh, how you first got into this Matrix thing. Like, what was the first, uh, first things you've heard about it? And uh, what does it kind of mean to you? So I heard of this crazy, weird, mind-bending sci-fi movie that was out. And then I hadn't seen it anywhere near me, so I was like, okay, whatever. And then my brother brought back a bootleg copy of it from New York City. He was oh. visiting on a theater trip. And it was the was grainiest, gross. crappiest. I still, like, I watched that thing five or six times. I had no idea what was happening in the very beginning of <laughs> after she gets off the phone at all. Was it like and on so, a VHS or? Yes, it was yeah, a grainy VHS. Oh. He bought off this some guy who was like, it was like a VHS recording from the movie itself. Like somebody in there with a video camera, just like sneaking it in their coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was horrible quality. And I remember watching it. It was like, I have to see this in real life. And so I got my friend Lee and we drove an hour to the nearest big theater, which was in Charlotte and we, um, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh-huh. And we went and just minds were blown. It was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Oh, fantastic. That's And good. you got to learn what it's about. How, how so old were you, you when you saw this? the VHS like we did. Yeah. We yes, did too. Yeah. I, this was, oh, this was right when it came out. So it was like 97, 98, 98, 99. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was like 18 or 19. Oh, okay. okay cool. nice. I don't know. Like, what would you say? I suppose, like, what kind of impact did the Matrix have on you, or did it have an impact on you? Or was it just a cool movie you just watched? Like, for no, it's time? just. I mean, it's just the way it embraced like the Eastern mysticism and the kung fu, and then the sci-fi tropes. Of, you know, and they found a way to make them all seem fresh and it just sort of like reinvigorated because before that, you know, well, like I was big into fantasy and you know reading Dune and stuff like that, but this okay. was sort of like turned the whole sci-fi thing on its ear to me. Oh, yeah, wow. that's true. It blended it nice. all into one yeah, blender. One blender. <laughs> wow. yes. It seems to be a general consensus. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but I think it's, it's a good one. I think yeah. it's an accurate consensus. Mm. It's a great and mishmash. Yeah. It is. It is. And we are here on uh, Minute 51 where we're in the middle of uh, the good old kung fu fighting that we got going on. And Smack dab in the middle of it. Yeah. So if you have anything else to say... If not, I mean, I'll just I'll just go and, and tell you what's on minute fifty one. 
Tell us all about, talk it. about it. Philip, yeah, tell us. It. The dojo fight continues. Morpheus jumps into the air, and the crew continue watching the two of them spar with the killer jam of Leave You Far Behind by Luna de Calm. Neo does a sick black... I say black flip. Back flip. Neo does a sick backflip, but gets kicked into a pillar. Winning the match, Morpheus asks him, how did I beat you? And this was Minute 51. Do you guys remember that, um, I remember we visited someone's house and they had a VHS player, I'm sorry, VCR, but mm-hmm. they, but the VCR couldn't rewind and they had a separate machine, which was a rewinder. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was, that was so weird when I saw that. I was like, I must wh-? have been, huh. Like, cause the VCR didn't have the capability of rewinding. Or it, yeah, it didn't. And so they had to rewind it on a separate... <laughs> Why? It's so strange. I guess they didn't have... But if you have motors that go one way, couldn't it just go back? That's too fancy. Or maybe the rewinder was like super speed, you know, so it's like in half the time you rewind the tape, ready to go to get back to Blockbuster. Right. Or it's like a conspiracy. They're like, we can sell two products <laughs> if we put the rewinder on a different box. This sounds accurate. It was it was probably a, uh, a scam with the video companies so they could... um sell rewinders as well i think i think so yeah and fast forwarders and And uh, also do those uh, (laughs) not rewinding charges oh yeah were were there charges for that ever yeah it used to be like a dollar i I worked at a couple of video stores and it was like a dollar per tape if you didn't rewind it no way. it was really just a sticking in an independent rewinder hitting the button and it did it automatically and it took like 20 seconds to rewind the whole thing that's crazy because i don't remember i don't remember ever insane charged i guess maybe depends on the video be kind rewind to start with, like what I really loved was how smooth every cut is and how the camera moves about and glides so you can see the big picture and um and just how like you know like you can feel every 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 movement it's not like you know the modern films that we have now, which is like zooming in and cutting, and then you know you you get disoriented and all that kind right. of stuff it ain't that it's very um not only choreographed but it's very um smoothly excellent yeah. Yeah. they do a great job of jumping between tight and wide shots yeah and just like point, they're, yeah. but they're not just a cut they're like they're flowing to and to enhance the fight yeah with the it's tracking just, shots and the pans and the zooms and when the camera sort of swings around neo's back when he's like you know as morpheus is doing this little like cool little shuffle step thing it's it's all <laughs> yeah. very like the camera's like almost an extra member of the, of the fight that's yes. a really good point and I, I also think that you know, how the camera is moving is basically telling the story of the fight as well, which is something that's important. Otherwise, <laughs> like Phil mentioned, you'll get these cuts that are so sporadic and random. Like everybody they, they don't serve the fight yeah. scene at all. Everybody's seen Taken 3's, uh, you know, climbing <laughs> Jumping the over the fence? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I mean, no? it all started oh. with... Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I haven't seen and that I think there's... <laughs> There's even a like a like a fan cut when they just added extra stuff. It's amazing. It's like yeah. a whole all I minute know of, is Simon Pegg jumping over the fence, Shaun of the Dead. That's a bit difficult. <laughs> or oh yeah, that one too. Or the end of the world. Or well, it, no, oh, yeah. just for context, the one for Taken Three is like twelve different cuts of him just climbing over the fence and oh, wait and a softly second. jumping I think I've down. Seen this. Yeah. There's this ludicrous editing, right? Yeah, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's it a is a stylistic thing. choice, you know, the shaky cam action stuff that started with the Bourne's, you know, series. And, and I get it as a stylistic choice. You know, you want to kind of have this kind of uh, feel of urgency and chaos. But it, the problem is that a lot of movies, it isn't used as a stylistic choice. It's used to kind of get away with, like, 
actors not training for yeah. their uh, fights yeah. and just intercut between uh, stunt doubles and just have like a face and it just looks horrible because it does. well that's <laughs> kind it, of what yeah that's kind of what we made with our short movies I used to always zoom in a lot and just have lots of things in front of the camera so you wouldn't be able to see what the moves were you just got the feeling of it yeah <laughs> it would be okay actually a great video I believe I might get this wrong but I believe it's from Every Frame of Painting we mm-hmm. talked about choreography in the Hong Kong school yeah. of martial arts and I think he was mentioning that how sort of modern Hollywood films even today but also before The Matrix they would do things like for instance like you were mentioning Tim uh, an actor would you know is just about to punch someone else and then it cuts to the punch mm-hmm. in a oh, different yeah, shot one, to yeah. sort of hide actual um, instead of actually doing the martial arts they would just do sort of pretend moves and use camera trickery mm. to cut between things which can look cool but it has less yeah. impact in the end uh, as opposed to actually executing the yeah. martial arts moves and yeah i think like we talked about before as well the matrix here does an excellent job of incorporating true um fighting techniques and uh practices Practices. yeah you can tell that you can definitely tell that the actors spent a lot of time working on this choreography and obviously any you've seen any of the documentaries you know they spent like months and months with that and the fight choreography and the driving choreography for the second one i mean they were dedicated oh man they were so dedicated pays off too in the end i have some information here about that in fact um they started (sighs) they started training in october 1997 whoa so that's 20 years ago tell me when was the shooting schedule um, was it it was 98 fall 98 it was like after march because they stopped at march Oh, 98. So Whoa. October to March. And Whoa. they could have like, you know, all the actors like could have... school year. Yeah, they could have done like two other productions um, by the time it took, like all that time it took for them to do the no training. Way. So that was... Yeah. I have no So like no he literally idea. did no Kung Fu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. He literally did. Exactly. Um, uh, Yen I wonder Ping, if their schedule they, was like actual stuff, uh, like extra stuff, or was it just like strictly this choreography? Like they knew it from A to Z, like... I think it was a mix of all kinds of exercises. Do you think, and do you think would, they still remember it? Yeah. Uh, they, do you think if you put Neo and Morpheus in the room, like, maybe guys, some things. Can you? I think, you I think Keanu Reeves might because he's kept on the whole action thing, whereas yeah. right. Larry Fish has gotten yeah. a little more uh, cerebral with his acting. Definitely. <laughs> That's a good he's way of putting it. He's also gotten a lot fatter. The will might be there, yeah. but, you know. The body is yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a burden. The mind is willing, but the body is... Weak. Lacking. Lacking. Squishy. We could paste yeah, and squishy. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember in, uh, what was it? What was what? it? The John Wick number two. It's like, yeah. oh, wow. It's like, yeah, you can see the difference now. He's definitely, he's definitely gone through some transformations. Well, well, Keanu Reeves look exactly the same. Yeah. Well, Keanu Reeves looks, beard. I, in my opinion, looks better. Do you, do you know he that, you know, you, you know that internet meme that uh, Keanu Reeves is a vampire? Nope. Yes. You've seen yes. that, right? Yeah. Oh, where yeah. it shows the picture of. Have you seen yep. that? Yeah. Yeah. It's classic. They get it. one of those of Nicolas Cage too, right? Yeah, yeah like some kind of lord oh, or something. Yeah, like yeah, something Civil like War this. era photo of <laughs> yeah. like this dude so who looks just like forever. Nicolas Cage. Yeah, maybe Keanu Reeves <laughs> and uh, Nicolas Cage are part of like the same like superhuman race that has like died out and they're like the last ones. Oh man, yeah, it's like they Highlander. know each other, but they hate each other. Yes, exactly. They've known each other for like a thousand years. Course, like yeah. I really, can't, I'm sick of this guy. <laughs> exactly the rivalry through the centuries man this is a great idea for a movie dude jot that down what you, you, called, you already have the main characters what we call maybe like highlander how about the super cheesy t- title like 
Brothers in Time. Oh, <laughs> what, with Keanu Reeves and uh, Nicolas Cage. Yes. No. Time Bros. It's like, but they're vampires also. So okay, so, so blood bloody time, time Bros. bros? <laughs> blood Brothers. <laughs> Suck oh, like Brothers. Hey, blood there... Brothers is good. Oh, Blood dude. Brothers, I like this. Like they they met like three thousand years ago, and they're like yes. two buddies, and they were like, let's go see. Like the we vampire. can start. The, where would we start the movie? Maybe like someone you know, betrayed someone. Mesopotamia, like go way back. You know, no, you gotta start off. You gotta have like a cold opening. You okay. have to have like there's they meet in some kind of bar, and it's like you can't see the faces, and they're like, "Long time no see, brother." <laughs> it's like, even then, yeah, it's man. been a long time. Oh, you sound like know. Desmond from Lost. <laughs> oh, actually, have you guys seen? Lost? I haven't seen Lost. Yeah, I'm sorry, we're, no, we're not we, lost. Yeah. Uh, we're not lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, like guys, listen. The movie starts like this. It starts with the portrait. That's where it starts. Oh, oh no, he's got to end with a portrait because it's like a reveal. Well, no, like in the middle, you know, you got to reveal the portraits. <laughs> starts and ends. That'd be beautiful, fantastic. So that's and our story. You so have far. to have like you have to have a woman who is a reporter slash detective slash who investigates. You have someone point of view. You can't have this from the point of view, you know, of Nicholas Cage. <laughs> no, yeah, like like in Highlander, where she's discovering the fact that he's got a sword. Hey, there yes, you go. Exactly. Folded ten thousand times. You know, it's like a Perfect. jumbo jet before, like before the Wright brothers actually flew. Type thing. Like, and of it's a love triangle, so you got the Twilight. 50 no, of, you know, kind of the audience as well. So you're good there. Well, who's the well, lead? I mean, already right now, I'm Team Keanu, like, right, yeah. right away. Oh, definitely. Oh, He's poor yeah. Nick. I'm with Nick. I mean, for a Nick. moment, when Nick goes crazy, he'll win me over, you know, but then I'll be like, back to Hey, Keanu. wait, he was a vampire already, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and like, was Once he? Bitten? Or that was a Jim Carrey movie. Um, Isn't it like, uh, that? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a vampire. Uh, Dude, I just remembered a really terrible vampire movie. Do you guys watch Queen of the Damned? No. Oh, yeah. There's a book? Yeah, yeah. Ann Rice wrote that. Oh, okay. It's, I oh, just wow. Being okay. so cheesy. Here, here's okay. Let's let's talk about something completely different for a second. Here, I want to hear everyone's opinion. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, Matrix okay. Minute, everybody. Okay, okay. <laughs> for a second, right? In every vampire movie, it always leads. To, it always boils down to this: I'm a vampire. I live forever, but it is no point of living forever because all the loved ones will die. That's okay. stupid. Okay. I I don't, I don't buy that. Yeah, you, make new loved opinion? ones. You, yeah, I buy it. You buy it, you're yeah, like totally. I mean, do you have infinite infinity time to? I get mean, over have it? you seen? Have yeah, you, but then all the relationships lose meaning. Have you seen that Twilight Zone episode? <laughs> the what? The Twilight that Twilight Zone episode where this guy is actually immortal and he's been living forever. <gasps> That's a good one. Yeah, maybe we should watch. I can't Twilight remember Zone. the title of that. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So that's I I can see the the plausibility of of of, of feeling detached from the rest. Okay, so of why, why Tim? Why don't you not? Why are you not happy with this conundrum, vampire conundrum? Well, what I do mean, you think it, is more conundrumy? Would, no, I'm just I'm just like it's always boils like there's like there's nothing else like there's always just the vampire sad. He's like I'll kill myself. Well, yeah, he's sad. But you can make him happy. Do something different. This I is your know. movie. Are you happy? He's he's finally glad his like the the person has been annoying him for hundred years is dead. I live longer than you. <laughs> great, great, great. So and then and then they fight each other in the end, or what? What happens? Uh, they fight for the girl. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And then and then, okay. and then uh, there's a there's there's oh there's a painting of two of them, and the last shot when when Neo kid no no okay let's see yeah Neo no. I'm sorry Keanu kills <laughs> Listen, Nick right okay and then, oh he and does then, okay yes. And Spoilers. then he dies, he says something really like, oh, you know, are you are my brother, blah, blah, blah. And then you have a shot, like a 
like a panning, sh- not a panning shot, like like a dolly shot moving out from the painting. Okay. And it's like painting, like an old painting of Nicolas Cage and Keanu Reeves and Nicolas Cage like fades out like Back to the Future style from the painting. Are you That's kidding beautiful. But listen to even better than this <laughs> is, is we begin the film with Keanu killing Nick Cage. Huh? twist oh, we okay. begin it and we're like what's going but on but no here? that's because you don't just want keanu oh i guess like a, like it's like a flashback, those, like, flashback. oh yeah, it's exactly. a flashback yeah and what then happened we, then the story starts like a long three thousand years ago <laughs> yes oh. yes okay write this, this down awesome. um i think i think they should end it like or if you have the death you should have nick laying there on the ground as just keanu is about to deliver the death blow and he goes what happened to bros before hose and then <laughs> kills him oh, man <laughs> yes that's gonna be it perfect. before before he finishes it yeah, before he finishes the sentence yeah. yes perfect yeah, yeah. So i think we've got a, we've got a hit film on our hands Great. boys i think we need to um uh, uh what do you do like to send it to let's the just file this away. let's file this away for now yeah and we'll come back let's just make it. it we have a week <laughs> register it keanu yeah. and nick on the line we can make a suited version yeah yeah okay uh, if, if all else fails 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 let's, let's come back to the okay minute. <laughs> I want to come back to something with that, grace. Uh, you guys were saying you were mentioning that every frame, every pff, ah, poop. Yes, go on, Tim. Whatever the video yes. about uh, you know the Hong Kong style of action kung fu cinema, and one of the things they mentioned is that uh, compared to Western, Western cuts on the punch, while you know sort of the the Hong Kong school is you always cut like a little bit after, like you have the punch double time. So let's say if someone's about to punch someone and you do a cut between that, like the classic thing here, in, like in American cinema would be, you know, hands coming in and then you cut to the punch and the guys get punched in the face. But in, in Hong Kong, it was like, you see him getting punched and then they cut and you see the punch again, you know, like a double kind of thing. So I'm wondering, Ooh, yeah, was that utilized true. here in Matrix or not? Like, doesn't cause, seem cause, like it is. I think they went really streamlined with that. Yeah. Just like, like smooth cut. Mm. Yeah. I think essentially here, what's emphasized is the length of the takes, which is something yeah. they took from. It's also amazing how, how fluid, well, we talked about the camera before, but the more you watch it, like just how in- integral the camera is, because it does move around the shot. It's above the shot. It's below, it's low. It's, it's everywhere. It, it's literally showing you every angle possible. And then yeah. the scene where he runs up the post and they completely switch orientation instead of like a portrait, like a landscape mode, they switch to like a very long portrait. Like, cause like, you know, now the bottom is the side and he's running straight into the, into the oh, camera it's so versus good. it's, it's, I mean, I'm a photographer. And so when someone switches, oh, cool. um, like, like orientation like that, when you're used to it, it's very disorienting and, but it's in a good way because it totally catches you off guard. Right. It totally works yeah. in this context. It works I want to say, since you mentioned Neo running up the, um, the wooden pillar of sorts and doing the black flip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to say that it's interesting that in this film, you'll notice something, which I didn't notice for a long time watching the Matrix movie, uh, or movies, I'm not sure if it happens in the sequels, but um, you can tell here that Keanu Reeves, as he's doing his backflip, he is grabbing a hold of the wires. Yeah, he, he kind of does that. He does, does it he? later on in the Yeah, Keanu does it actually a lot in this film, and I think more so than any other actor. You think he's just trying to get stability? Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what it feels like, but... You know, like once you f- you you notice that it's that it's happening, you yeah. can't not because the see wires that. are obviously removed, and if you're not paying attention, it's totally oh, fine. Little, little arms, like he's like he's not really holding them, but he's kind of like pushing kind of on them. His arms, yeah. yeah, to kind of get balance, like George said. And I think that um, it works, but once you notice, it, you can never unsee it. And he does this quite a few times, especially um, later on in the film. It'll happen at the subway 
scene. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's funny that you mentioned it because there, there's a there's a few flying shots in, in, in this minute. We first have uh, Morpheus doing the you know the big jump uh, above Neo. He's like flying across the room, and then you have the black flip. And <laughs> it's it, it's you know it's it, it's obvious it's wires, but um, you know in movies, anytime somebody does like a super jump like this, it's usually done with wires. And mm-hmm. I have to say, it hasn't been one bit when it kind of looks convincing. And I don't know. Is it because it's impossible, you know, like it's physically impossible to do that kind of jump, you know, that, that that's more than you're naturally capable of. So it will always look unnatural to the eye or is it just the wires that make it look mm. weird? Like everyone looks like they're floating for a second. There's like kind of loses the momentum of. No, I, I think a lack of, real. I think it, it, it contributes to the whole sense of you're in, in a world that's, that's not trapped in reality anymore mm-hmm. it, it, i think it lends to the unreality it gives it more of a sense of because i mean if there weren't for those moments you would think they were just two guys fighting in a dojo but then they do these moments and, and it's that expansive lengthy like okay this is no longer normal thing that this sort of like transports you into like you know kind of pulls you even further into this sort of like cerebral yeah. brain dump thing they're doing yeah, because right, yeah. the extra it works sort of well for this movie, definitely. I mean, feel. it kind of fits. Yeah, because because of the the fact like, that it is in a virtual space, so then you yeah. can you, you can buy that easier. Is that what you mean, Tim? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I'm just yeah, it works here because it, you know it feels like somebody put on fly cheat on it and you kind of like float around, so right. so it makes sense. But I was just thinking in general, but like in general, any movies, right. yeah, like in Marvel just, movies when they're like somebody's jumping, like like an action hero, it always looks so weird. Yeah, if they do a jump, that's yeah. even, not natural. I know. I think that it's it's difficult to sell the jump. It's difficult. But then again, no one had a problem with it except Tim. Well, no, but yeah. I, I know what Tim's saying. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, it's, 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 I, I know what you mean, Tim. I know. It. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard to sort of like, like you believe it all, but then again, when someone does something like that, you kind of go like, oh, you start to think about. I do at least start to think about how that was done. Yeah. Is CG? Is it cables? What is it? Right. You because go, every oh, time, yeah, like, there's like a super punch, and somebody flies like gets you know, thrown away. It always looks like believable. There's all these elements. If it's like a supernatural force or in the matrix, you know, like there's you know have to say world. though, there's an example in this film of a really good jump. We'll get mm-hmm. to it obviously, but just as a preview, it's the Morpheus <laughs> jump from one building rooftop, to the other building rooftop. Okay. Well, we'll get to it, but I'm like, that's a good okay. one. That's because it's different in perspective. That's why. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I want to get to uh, what George mentioned. Uh, the, the amazing shuffle, uh, Shuffle movement. Oh, the shuffle standoff. Shuffle? Love it. What is this? Oh. Is this from a video game? What the hell is this? I don't this? know, but it's like I love that. Like that, and like Keanu's like little like half yeah, roll little... that he turns into a backflip and stands back up. I remember like yes. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. That and the bit earlier when uh, um, Morpheus sticks his hand under his neck and like catches him in the throat with like a little knife palm, like right in the Adam's apple. Oh yeah, yeah. That is like one of my. No, I, just, I love later. those moments. Okay. Yeah, but it's later. That... Sorry, sorry. No, it's fine. Mm. It's okay. Um, it's okay. This is there's another but spoilers. There's another <laughs> anyone who's not element. seen this movie a thousand times, <laughs> right? I know. Imagine if someone didn't watch The Matrix and they started this podcast. Oh, what? What? God, what? That, that, I wonder what they would think the movie is. I wonder if anyone is like that. I would Please like to write ask in if, if you have never seen this film. That's give us give us like a breakdown after you listen to all this Please. podcast. What, what do you like think a, the Matrix like is? A paper, like you can write a short paper. I would read it. <laughs> um, thematically, though, there is this wonderful thing that's going on where Neo is in this entire um, minute. He is getting 
beat down. He's not getting the upper hand. He's always losing, and he's always losing mm-hmm. the match. And uh, we'll see later on if he's, if he's, he's getting, he gets, he's getting uh, sweaty too. Gets the upper hand. But he there's newbie, there's a, there's two cutaways in this sequence, and the first one is just Neo shaking his, you know, telling the audience, "Oh, it's well, it's actually one cutaway, but." It, it's got another shot of uh, Trinity and Cypher looking, and I just love the look that Cypher gives to Trinity. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, this, mm-hmm. this guy sucks. Look at him. Look at him getting... You thought... See, you that's all interesting that you said one. that you thought that, because I thought the opposite. Like, when we see... When we go into the next minute, which we could, and we could just leave it and um, leave it as a cliffhanger and just keep going to the next one, or I could just explain it now. What do you think? Um, whoa, think whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm. Just make your point, Philip. Make your point. My point was that I was always <laughs> expecting, like whenever, whenever I saw Cipher like laughing or something, I thought he was just enjoying the moment, you know, just sort of like, like everyone else. <laughs> He's excited. Everyone's in the same room. Oh, it's back at the happy family. Again. Yeah, like, he, was feeling, the he was really sad. Maybe, maybe Cipher is more complex than you think. Mm. He's a Cipher. Oh, he's a Cipher. So there's a very important question I have to ask ourselves in this minute. What material is that mat made of? Made out of? Because I'm not sure if it's super soft or not so soft. It's like bamboo with padding under it, I'm sure, or something like that. You know, something to give you traction. Because his knee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he he uses a knee to sort of crush it. Yeah. Uh, Let's have a look at this. It it looks. I think it is is maybe. I think you're right, George. Is it carpet? Some kind of bamboo, like you said. Yeah, some sort of fiber. What is usually in a dojo? Let's see, let's see. What's uh, look, but then when Neo jumps dojo. on it, it has some resistance and it's sort of like a... Is it like a futon oh, thing? Like a cushiony cool. material. Let's see, let's see what's a... Uh, it always confuses okay, so me. so this is a dojo. Fiber. Dojo flooring, okay? Ready for this? Yes. Please read us. Wait, no, wait. No, this is, this is a bad site. This is giving <laughs> me wood. I don't want wood. What is this? Type in dojo mat. Uh, I'm looking at dojo. It's just pictures. Bloody oh. hell. Uh, building a foot. Oh, well, you while you look it up, we'll talk about something. Yeah, else. you guys talk about something else. I'll, I'll be in the back um, researching. So a long time ago, I played this game called The Specialist. <laughs> yes, we know. Tim and they had Jake. a map of this as well. Yeah, yeah. That's just great. to continue with my specialist story. George, what do you think about this environment? Maybe hmm. I think this is like a. Not only do I like the setting, I think just tonally, like the color choices they use and the oh, way yeah. they they um, sort of like make him a part, like make Neo part of this because he's sort of like in that same color palette, like that sort of like beige, I like that earthy too. tones, and and Morpheus is more wearing blacks and more uh, definitely more. He sticks out more because he's sort of like in his way, he's sort of like the interloper in Neo's in Neo's head. Yeah, and so he he sort of like stands out a little bit more as like he definitely he's more not supposed to be there, but still dominating. And I think that sends more of a sense of helplessness to Neo in as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. I'm guessing the floors are tatami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a bamboo weave. Okay. Unless Tim is still doing his research. Yep, yep. The Tatami lab. have been Tatami. treated carefully. Store them, either lying flat or I'm looking at DIY dojos, standing neatly at long edge. And they will wrap, keep dampers away. It's like getting you're reading us a bedtime story, will, except getting that it's wet about will tatami ruin mats. tatami faster than anything. So no sweating on them. Okay. Ours is vine coated, and we hand mop them lightly, <laughs> and we're tension using them. Wow. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. But tatami. That's, okay. Oh man, tatami. Okay. Do you guys 
think they should have used some swords in the scene. I think it would have been horrible if they did. I'm glad they didn't. I think it's good it, that they were basic like yes. that. Yeah, it's like those just, video games when you when you when you go into a, like a room and you see like weapons or something and then you realize it's just part of scenery and like, <laughs> you yeah. can't use it. That's, That's what the swords are. No, what do you think, George? Yeah, George, what do you think? No, I like the fact they just kept it straight just hand hand rather than trying to like, incorporate weapons because mm. it's also sort of like the beginner phase and you don't want to like get too crazy in the beginner phase definitely yeah you got to go into basics yeah and also then it just gets into cheesy levels and it's, you don't want that yeah they really you want elegance i feel like this movie really uh rode the wonderful line of not go, going into cheesy mm-hmm. levels yeah it kept it believable mm-hmm. yeah and they brought everything and you don't want to get into those levels of kill bill slice and dice because then if yep. you have swords you got to slice some arms and there's blood mm-hmm. spurs everywhere and well and like, again i don't think the the reason why they did this is because it's serving the story this the function of this dojo fight scene is to introduce neo to the matrix and how you how the rules can be bent in the matrix if they introduced more things in the scene you would lose focus and you would go well, yeah. what is going on here this is just, <laughs> yeah. too, this too, just too busy for action sake yeah and so that, i think that's why the, that's the clever um the clever ways of the Wachowskis, how they just kept everything basic to yeah. serve the story. Those so 14 basic. drafts certainly paid off. Because yes. <laughs> yeah. who knows? In the 96 version, flip anything? We're going to get to the 96 oh. version oh, this yes. week. Yeah, Excitement we are. All around. Because we haven't had the 96 version in a long time. A I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I wonder if you could uh, turn off, like, you know, the, how you, know, you feel everything... Because you feel in the Matrix, you know, it affects you in, in your real life. I wonder if in the construct they can turn that off and they could be just slicing their arms off and it wouldn't hurt them. It's like, ah, slicing training. That's a good question. <sighs> Let mm. us email the machines. Let us mm-hmm. answer Let this us in the next potatoes. episode. Ah, okay. Mm, yes, to be continued. Well, if anyone has anything else to say about this particular fight scene and what's going on, did he just, did he smash the pillar? Yes. I just wanted to say that yes. pillar is holding up a balcony up there, isn't it? Yeah, I always noticed that too. The balcony didn't fall off. And I was thinking like, good thing that whole <laughs> yeah. thing is still stable. It's a it's a mind balcony. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, good. it's coded that way so it stays up. They did, you so know. So if we missed anything this on times. this episode or you just want to comment, you can uh, find our post on Facebook mm. for this episode, which is episode 51. Or if you'd rather just uh, not comment on Facebook, you can email us at ask at the matrix minute dot one and we will definitely reply to you. We or got an email. Mention your thing. I don't know. It depends on what you want. Jacob, we got an email. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't have to do that this time. We, 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 got, a, we got an email, Jacob. <laughs> yes, yes. We got an email. We did. Yes. We got a wonderful email this week or last week, was it? And uh, just shout was, out. Yeah, shout so, out. Go on. Shout, shout out. But I don't know. If they, I don't know out. if they want their name. You read. should have asked. I didn't. That's why I didn't mention it. Well, then. But we got a great email. It was awesome. Yes, we got a great email, and we. The person who emailed, lot. you'll know. You are yes. wonderful. You are awesome. Tell us if we can cool. shout out. Yes. <laughs> Let us know through the email once again. <laughs> and we want to thank George for being here with us because his no, presence no, no. is. Let me thank you for having me. Oh, oh thank you so much. Oh, oh. And George, sir. please let everyone know where they can find you. You can find me on the Mogwai Minute podcast available on iTunes or any any place you really can find a, find a podcast. Um, or come to our Facebook group, the Mogwai Minute on Facebook, and talk about, um, as of right now, we talk a lot about candy. We're talking a lot about candy lately. Sounds pretty good. Little duds. Yeah. All right, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so go check out the Mogwai Minute and... Uh, 
have a great day. Yeah. And we'll catch you guys Wednesday. Wednesday. <sighs> See you, everybody. Bye. All right, good. That was, cool. that was one, one episode. One episode. I keep forgetting. Yeah, man, we should just start right. talking about gremlins like the next episode. <laughs> I can't help it. We should talk about gremlins.